Right on radio. Right on radio. And welcome to Right on Radio. I am your host, Jeff. I want to thank you for listening, and I also want to thank you for liking and subscribing to this podcast. If you haven't done so, please go ahead and click those buttons. On this episode, I'm going to be reading you a letter, which is a bit of an unusual format, but you'll notice from the previous episodes, I'm very systematic in where I'm going because some of the information that's going to be coming out as we go down this rabbit hole together, you're going to be finding out some really, really shocking stuff. And this letter, I believe, sets the stage. It's a very important letter. And I also believe it's spot on. Now, this letter is written by the Archbishop Carlo Maria Vagano. And it's an open letter to the President of the United States. Now, I know the President of the United States to many people is a controversial figure. So, if you're not a fan of his, please do not disregard this note because this letter is very important and it really sets the stage for what you're going to find out. And there's another purpose that I wanted to read this letter to you. And the reason is in coming episodes, you're going to find out some stuff about the Vatican, not about the Catholics. Catholics are good people. But the Vatican has been up to some very nefarious stuff for centuries. And spoiler alert, I think you're going to find out that there's been some major arrests and some things happened around the Vatican in future episodes. So this broadcast is not only going to paint the people as good people, but this letter really paints a picture going forward about just in general what is going on. So, without further ado, I'm going to read you this letter. And the letter was dated June 7th of 2020, which is Holy Trinity Sunday, and it reads as follows. Mr. President, in recent months, we have been witnessing the formation of two opposing sides that I would call biblical. The children of light and the children of darkness. The children of light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent an absolute minority. And yet the former are the subject of sort of discrimination, which places them in a situation of moral inferiority with respect to their adversaries, who often hold strategic positions in government, in politics, in the economy, and in the media. In an apparently inexplicable way, the good are held hostage by the wicked and by those who help them either out with of self-interest or fearfulness. These two sides, which have a biblical nature, follow the clear separation between the offspring of the woman and the offspring of the serpent. On one hand, there are those who, although have a thousand defects and weaknesses, are motivated by the desire to do good, to be honest, to raise a family, to engage in work, and to give prosperity to their homeland, to help the needy, 
and in obedience to the law of God to merit the kingdom of heaven. On the other hand, there are those who serve themselves, who do not hold any moral principles, who do who want to demolish the family and the nation, exploit workers to make themselves unduly wealthy, foment internal divisions and wars, and accumulate power and money. For them, the fallacious illusion of temporal well-being will one day, if they do not repent, yield to the terrible fate that awaits them far from God in eternal damnation. We will also discover that the riots in these days were provoked by those who seeing that the virus is inevitably fading and that the social alarm of the pandemic is waiting necessarily having to provoke civil disturbances because they would be followed by repression which although legitimate could be condemned as an unjustified aggression against the population. The same thing is also happening in Europe, in perfect synchrony. It is clear that the use of street protests is instrumental to the purposes of those who would like to see someone elected in the upcoming presidential elections who embodies the goals of the deep state and who expresses those goals faithfully and with conviction. It will not be surprising if in a few months we learn once again that hidden behind these acts of vandalism and violence, there are those who hope to profit from the dissolution of the social order so as to build a world without freedom, solve et as the Masonic adage teaches. Although it may seem disconcerting, the opposing alignments I have described are also found in religious circles. They, there are faithful shepherds who care for the flock of Christ, but there are also mercenary infidels who speak to scatter the flock and hand the sheep over to be devoured by ravenous wolves. It is not surprising that these mercenaries are allies of the children of darkness and hate the children of light. Just as there is a deep state, there is also a deep church that betrays its duties and forswears its proper commitments before God. Thus, the invisible enemy whom good rulers fight against in public affairs is also fought against by good shepherds in the ecclesiastical sphere. It is a spiritual battle, which I spoke about in my recent appeal, which was published on May 8th in Society, Mr. President. These two opposing realities coexist as eternal enemies, just as God and Satan are eternal enemies. And it appears that the children of darkness, whom we may easily identify with the deep state, which you wisely oppose and which is fiercely waging war against you, 
in these days have decided to show their cards. So, to speak by now, revealing their plans, they seem to be certain of already having everything under control, that they have laid aside that circumspection that until now have had at least partially concealed their true intentions. The investigation already underway will reveal the true responsibility of those who managed the COVID emergency, not only in the area of healthcare, but also in politics, the economy, and the media. We will probably find that in this colossal operation of social engineering, there are people who have decided the fate of humanity, arrogating to themselves the right to act against the will of the citizens and their representatives in the government of nations. For the first time, the United States has in you a president who courageously defends the right to life, who is not ashamed to denounce the persecution of Christians throughout the world, who speaks of Jesus Christ and the right of citizens to freedom of worship. Your participation in the March of Life, and more recently, your proclamation of the month of April as the National Child Abuse Prevention Month, are actions that confirm which side you wish to fight on. And I dare to believe that both of us are on the same side in the battle, albeit with different weapons. For this reason, I believe that the attack to which you were subjected after your visit to the National Shrine of St. John Paul II is part of the orchestrated media narrative which seeks not to fight racism and to bring social order, but to aggravate dispositions, not to bring justice, but to legitimize violence and crime, not to serve the truth but the favor of one political faction. It is disconcerting that there are bishops, such as those whom I recently denounced, who, by their words, prove they are aligned with the opposing side. They are subservient to the deep state, to globalism, to aligned thought, to the new world order, which they invoke even more frequently in the name of universal brotherhood, which has nothing Christian about it, but which invokes the Masonic ideas, ideals of those who want to dominate the world by driving God out of the courts, out of the schools, out of the families, and perhaps even out of the churches. The American people are mature and have now understood how much the mainstream media does not want to spread the truth, but seeks to silence and distort it, spreading the lie that is useful for the purposes of their masters. However, it is important that the good, who are the majority, wake up from their sluggishness and do not accept being deceived by a minority of dishonest people with unavowable purposes. 
it is necessary that the good, the children of light, come together and make their voices heard. What more effective way is there to do this, Mr. President, than by prayer, asking the Lord to protect you, the United States, and all of humanity from this enormous attack of the enemy. Before the power of prayer, the deceptions of the children of darkness will collapse. Their plots will be revealed. Their betrayal will be shown. Their frightening power will end in nothing, brought to light and exposed for what it is, an infernal deception. Mr. President, my prayer is constantly turned to the beloved American nation, where I have the privilege and honor of being sent by Pope Benedict XVI as an apostolic nonuncio. In this dramatic and decisive hour for all of humanity, I am praying for you and also for those who are at your side in the government of the United States. I trust that the American people are united with me and you in prayer to Almighty God, united against the invisible enemy of all humanity. I bless you and the First Lady, the beloved American nation, and all men and women of goodwill. Carlo Maria Vagano, titular Archbishop of Opania, former Apostolic Nuncio to the United States of America. Right on, right on, right on. Wow, what an important letter that was. I hope you enjoyed it. But here's why I feel it's important. Going back to episode number one, I talked about the two seeds, the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent, going back to the Garden of Eden. The seeds are very important, and we need to look at them throughout all of history, because the stuff that's going to be revealed to you, the sacrifices, the human product, slavery, has never stopped. It is vile, this world we live in. You are seeing the surface stuff, these riots, and all these things that are happening. They're what we call false flags. They're organized. The riots that started in May of 2020, we knew were going to happen more than two years ago. Yes, they were planned. They were not reactionary. There is a lot of evidence to support this. But I want you to focus right now as we start to lift the veil. Listen, I could spit out all these huge things, but you would not. It's too hard to fathom. I feel because, and listen, I had personal experience when some of this stuff, when my eyes were opened up, man, I cried. 
I cried for days just because I didn't know how bad things were. But listen, here's the good news. If you're on the right side, the good win. God wins. Yes, prayer and love is the answer. But it's just better if you if you're going to look into this at the sun, you kind of want to lift your eyes up to it, not just open your eyes from darkness and see the sun all at once. It's blinding. You can't do it. You need to just work your way up to it. And that's what we're doing in this broadcast. So I do hope that you will follow these episodes in order because I'm doing it specifically for you. And I want your eyes to be open. And I'm going to have probably the most important message of this broadcast in probably two episodes from now. And I believe it's going to open up your eyes and what your role in this will be. So, again, thank you for listening to Ride On Radio. My name is Jeff. I love you. I love you the good people, and I pray even for the enemy, the atrocious things that these people have done who just don't know what they're getting into. Lord, I pray for help for them. Lord, reveal yourself and have mercy on them. And why would I say that for someone who has even hurt children? and hurt people on even mass genocide because as gross as that is and as much as I want justice to fall upon these people and justice is coming my friends it is coming and it's coming sooner than you think this isn't called the great awakening and probably also remembered as the silent war because we are at war, but their justice is coming. But even so, you would not wish the damnation eternally, even on the worst person on earth. For this life in these meat suits that we wear is really a short-term thing when you think about what eternity is. So, in closing, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Thank you for listening to Ride On Radio. Please click like and subscribe, share with your friends, and come along on this journey. Right on radio. Right on radio.